know how it's possible, but I'm hungover from VR Troopers. Right? I think my brain is oozing out my ears. <laughs> oh, great. Ninjore has another one. Can't we tell the mail guy to start throwing his packages away? Greetings, Rangers Plane! When I was cleaning out my DVD collection, I found this and thought you guys would enjoy! I never watched it myself, but it's something Rocky gave me to help me man up! Whatever that means! Yours truly and your pal Ninjor! <sighs> Mighty Muffin Pounder Rangers, is this a porn? Well... There's only one way to find out. Hi, I'm a hot space witch ready to take herself on a stroll through a rock quarry, Ashley. And I'm the Crymaxer Power Bottom Catboy Sid. And this is Ranger's Plane, where myself, Power Rangers newbie Ashley, is taken through the insane world of the franchise and its parodies by Power Rangers expert, Sid. Okay, so hello. It is not April Fool's. After a long thought, I am changing my name to Sydney. Sid for short. Um, this is just because recently I've been like, hey, man, I wish I chose the name Sydney. And then it's like, you know, you can. That's a thing you can do. They're the real Dembo sometimes, but I love them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'm going to be referred to as Sid on the podcast from now on. There is a personal statement up if you would like to read that in our show notes. But we haven't changed host. A host just changed the name. So anyway, on with the porn parody. Yeah. So normally we'd have a five minute pitch, but this was a porn and there was no plot. So it's just kind of like an episode of Mighty Morphin, but with sex. So, we're just going to do, like, a breakdown of this episode. And if this is somehow the format we use for breaking down, like, actual episodes in the past, I'm going to yell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. I think I said that when we were writing. It's like, oh my god, if we use this as our format for episodes, I'm going to die. But hey, you know, porn revolutionized the video industry, so why not revolutionize the way we do things around here? Yeah. All right. So, our introduction to the Mighty Morphin Pounder Rangers. So, Rita Rapussy is giving Goldong a blowjob below the screen, and she said she felt like she'd been sucking for 10,000 years. She wants to, So, she wants to conquer Earth now. We then cut to the sexy multicultural center, where we meet our heroes, Jizen, Willie, Sack, Creamy, and Rimberly, Chilling and making jokes about Power Rangers before or the new Ranger, Cummy, God, comes in <laughs> and they have an exchange. <laughs> God, these names. It's just like, I. it's so funny because like, I'm used to the porn parody quote unquote of like superhero stuff that is excellently made where they still use the superhero names. Yeah, I think I've seen like part of the Captain Marvel parody. And, uh, yes, the yeah. costumes are great. <laughs> yeah, the costumes are always great in those. Like, what the fuck? Um, and, but, like, I've never seen a porn parody that had, like, like, porn names. I don't think this is the best one Rocket has done. I think that's still Dr. Hobotnik. Oh, we stand Dr. Hobotnik in this house. 
Yes, we love Dr. Hobotnik. Um, but yeah, it's just like, okay, Jizen, really? That's all you could think of for for Jason? Right. Oh, man. Kami still makes me laugh, though. Yeah, that one is absolutely hilarious. It kills me every time. I should also note, like, that before that, they did do, like, a parody of Zordon in Alpha 5, where Alpha 5 was a vibrator. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's, like, the only time you saw them, too. I forgot. I think it's, like, Zordon or something, obviously. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. And then, like, yeah, it's but very much at this part, it's very self-aware about how ridiculous Power Rangers is, especially MMPR. Like, it definitely feels like somebody who, like, watched all 60 episodes of MMPR season one and just went, well, this is what I've done with my day now. Gonna write a porn parody (laughs) about it. That's how the writer was. Like, I am writing this porn parody right now, I guess. Right. And, like, the jokes are actually really, like... The jokes are actually really hilarious. Um, yeah. And deep cutting, actually. Like, um, like you specifically noted I, the, the transgender bathroom line that's, like, in the yeah, first, like, two minutes. Yeah, Jizen has this, like, was like, what should we, like, uh, what's our, like, lesson today or something? And Jizen went, uh, the transgender people uh, shouldn't be allowed in the restroom. And then Lily goes, no, that's called being an asshole. So Austin St. John, pretty sure he's deleted that shit now. Uh, got into some hot water about that, like, basically being transphobic like that, and it was just like, damn, that's like a super deep cut. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm sure he has opinions about the unfair advantage of, like, uh, trans women and women's sports, quote, quote. Quote, quote. Uh, but he's probably keeping that on the down low because he doesn't want to get yelled at again. He doesn't, and all, like he doesn't want to get yelled at after his COVID deniability like tweets. Oh God, Austin this Saint is, John is a whole mess. He's a whole mess. Who like I think sprays on hair. <laughs> like when we saw when we saw him at like the Paramore, like what was it? Uh, uh, Ranger Stop. Like it was like, dude, you have way more hair in photos. Than you you do in real life. Right. And then, like, another line that just absolutely murdered us was, um, was Sack. The going, like, I do what white people think black people do once an episode. And then immediately just going into the running man. (laughs) Yeah, it was like, because that was something we, like, like, when we watched him in PR, we're like, wow, that didn't age well. And then finding out through, like, interviews with Walter, it sounded like he brought a lot of himself to the character. Right. So I'm just kind of wondering, it's like, did did Power Rangers just have way worse ideas? And Walter was like, no, I'm gonna soften this. It's entirely possible. <laughs> like, knowing what I, I've, I've heard about Haim Saban over the years, probably. <laughs> probably. Also, unlike Austin St. John, Walter Jones is a very attractive older man. Yes. Like, that man has barely aged since MMPR. Yes. Also, like, I mean, I feel like this was just them not trying on purpose. <laughs> but, like, oh my god, they gave Cummy a really bad wig. Yeah, oh god. It was super bad. Like, it definitely was on purpose. Like, you could actually see, like... Where the wig, uh, I don't, I'm not good on wig terminology, but you could definitely see where the hairline was, and it yeah. did not match his scalp. Yeah, it was like a hard, it was definitely a cheap hardline wig. It didn't match his natural hairline either. Yeah. 
I mean, yeah, the whole thing felt like it was cheap on purpose, but, like, that was especially hilarious. Yeah. And then, like, the dialogue they have there is just especially ridiculous because, one, like, Rimberly, God, is talking about, like, how hot she finds him. But then, like, he, one, he comes in immediately doing karate. Yeah. <laughs> Which then, is kind of how he was introduced, I think. Like, they were just walked, they, I think they walked in, all of a sudden he was, like, kicking and shit. Because I think they like met him before... at a karate tournament. Yeah, they met him at a karate tournament. I think he was, like, warming up, like, wow, who's that? Yeah, and then, like, they're immediately like, you're our best friend. <laughs> I was just like, okay. <laughs> um, which, you know, that's basically what happened on Power Rangers, was that they decided, like, they met Tommy and all of yep. his sick karate moves. And we were just like, hey, you're our, you're our new best friend now. We're going to go get soft tacos later. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> If anybody gets that cat bug joke, call me. <laughs> yeah, I was like, is that a cat bug joke? It's been so long. Yes, it's it's cat bug. <laughs> it's like, you're my friends Give me now. A- <laughs> We're gonna go Give have me a big old beer. <laughs> <laughs> so immediately they get a call from Zordong. I and um and so they morph into the mighty muffin pounder rangers using condoms, uh, we- I might add. We also forgot to, to list the names of the uh, dinosaurs, but they were all sex jokes. Yeah, because it was like the uh, Vibrator, I think, was one. Yeah. And then, like, Megahorus Rex. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna have to, like, put in the show notes. Yeah, so they, like, they're all sex, they're all sex toy jokes. And they're yeah. using condoms as their morphers. Of course. And then I think my favorite part of the entire thing was that they just put, like, these sex toys that are supposed to be the Zords on, like, fishing line and just dragged it across a sandbox. Oh my god, it was so fucking great. It just reminded me of that Bob's Burgers jokes about, release the personal massagers! Yes! It's like, easy. <laughs> like, it would have been even funnier if they just, like, put them on vibrate, like, put the ones that could vibrate on vibrate and just let them move along by themselves. Oh, God. And then, like, so they have uh, the, so it's a Zord battle, but they called the Zord in this the Mega Whore. Yeah, with boobies. Yeah, it's got, like, boobs that are supposed to look like, you know, they look like metal plates or, like, um, bell, like, ring bells. They definitely look like uh, the type of boobs someone draws on a robot. Because they wanted the robot to be sexy and right. have no imagination of how robots are sexy. Right. And so, like, it's got, like, the triple X's on its shoulder pads. Like, they spent time actually crafting this thing. Yeah. And, um, and, and you could tell one of the actresses is in it because, like, it, on the visor you can actually see, like, eyes with, like, big fake eyelashes. Oh, Yeah. So, like, they're fighting the mega whore against Gold Dong, who is, like, fully erect at this point, I might add. And I so. Gold Dong was just erect the entire time. Yeah, that makes sense. And, like, you know, they make the jokes about getting cock slapped, and then they decide, you know, like, why don't we just seduce him? And, and they do. Yeah. It's quite, it's quite hilarious and awkward. <laughs> Yeah. I think it's supposed to look awkward, but the fact that they were in suits, like, monster suits and stuff, trying to do this made it, like, added a level of awkwardness. Right. So, like, it's so it's just, like, the softcore scene of, like, Goldong 
you know, going from behind and like the mega horse just like kind of like half half like enthused, like rubbing their tits. Yeah, like ah. Uh, 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 uh. Which I like, feel yeah, like is what would happen if anybody had sex with Goldar. I was about to say, like, earlier about how long it took to get his dick sucked. I'm like, Goldar would have just issues with coming. Yeah, and it's just like, man, poor Scorpina. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, at the end, they kind of do the stereotypical, like, cigarette, like. Yeah, yeah, like, the cigarette, like, was it good for you, honey? And it's just like, <laughs> no. And this is like, at some point during this, like, Rita Rapussy gets angry and decides that she's going to, like, make Cummy evil. Sorry, uh, just the name Cummy! I know, it's so bad, but, like, amazing, but terrible, but amazing. Yes! <laughs> and so she decides she's gonna make him, like, evil, and she does this whole, like, spell where she talks about, like, squeezing her tits. Yeah, she's like, ah, I, I forgot. It, it's definitely, like, a sex spell of sorts, and she's just squeezing her tits the entire time. Yeah, and, like, I, I wish I had written it down. It was fucking hilarious. Um, and then, like, so she curses Kami, and, like, I should note what he says at this point is, like, I haven't felt this sick since watching Hulk Hogan's sex tape. Oh, yeah! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh. Revenge porn is bad, mind you, boys and girls, and everyone, but, uh, it's Hulk Hogan, fuck him. Yeah. Is my, like, like, what, that, like, fuck revenge porn, but fuck Hulk Hogan also. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan of Gawker, but no one should really be able to, like, like, sue an outlet into oblivion like that. Yeah. So, you know, thanks Hulk Hogan for being both extremely racist and fucking democracy. So after they get the call that like things are going down at the sexy multicultural center, uh they like the 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 mega whore leaves and Gold Dong is like, "So, uh, can I call you?" Yeah, and it's like, "No. no. Go away, Gold Dong." Yeah, you know, this is this is not that kind of relationship. Yeah, and I had to say like this scene just did feel like an extended robot chicken like sketch. It did. Because, like, like, would that not be something Robot Chicken would do about having one of the monsters and, like, trying to fuck the Megazord? Yeah, I mean, given that, like, part of the Voltron sketch had, like, Pidge's lion, Hump Amora's lion. This is for old, like, Voltron, by the way. Yeah. We're not trying to evoke new Voltron. No. No. Uh, that happened. There's also was, like, Blue Rabbit's fucking. Oh. I still listen to that song. That song is hilarious. That song's hilarious, and I used it very recently to try to describe the like the powers of the Navi to somebody. <laughs> because it's like, yeah, it's basically this. Because you know, somebody was actually curious, like, what is Avatar actually about? And I'm like, well, here's the thing, and and basically, this is their power. Yeah, and it also includes the line. You won't see rabbit sex in Lord of the Rings. Smack her in the ass with your ponytail with your thing. Ponytail thing, and it's Patrick Sum singing it. Yes, with with just gusto. It's like, ugh, like he's using his soul voice today. Yeah, and it's like, what is he? He says at the end about the fuck stench. Oh, this whole planet smells like fuck stench. Stench. <laughs> uh, you can smell you can it, smell it on the other side of the sun. Or how many sun does this damn planet have? <laughs> it's like. Damn, Patrick, you went all out. 
Oh, okay. Well, so then we transition to the third part, third act of the porn, which I should know this is only 45 minutes. Yeah. So this was like the first half and now we're into like the 30 minute porn half. Right. So like the first thing that opens, like, well, first they did give them like actual Power Rangers costumes. Or sorry. Yeah. Pounder Rangers costumes. <laughs> they had like dildos on the, the, the things. Yeah. It's like a dick silhouette on their chest and on their boots. And, like, they just sort of painted, like, painted motorcycle helmets to look like the ranger suits. This is what you would expect from not only a cheap porn parody, I guess, on a budget, Mm -hmm. but a porn parody that was ripping off a cheap tokusatsu. Right. Like, this is, this is all toku, like, level expectation. (laughs) It's like, no, I, I have watched tokusatsu films with about this level of budget. Yep, pretty much. And so, uh, no, you go ahead. Yeah, they just kind of make the joke about the span, like the dong and the spandex. I, I think as kind of the callback to like how uh, Trini, the the character Trini, was kind of doubling at. I don't know how to describe it, but Trini, the the adapted character Trini was uh, was boy from um, Zoo Ranger, who was a guy. Mm-hmm. Everyone likes to make the boy joke, right? And it's, I just love the note, a span dong, if you will. Yeah, because I just like, as soon as you said, we said spandex dong while we were making notes, I was just like, a span dong, if you will. Yeah. It was kind of like, oh, yeah, weird joke, I guess. But, it, you know, also, some people don't wear dancer's belts. Yeah. And, like, it's like, that joke out of context, like, is weird, but, like, in context, it's like, it's weird, but if you know this bit about Power Rangers, um,. And the creation of it, then, yeah, it kind of makes sense. <laughs> it kind of makes sense. Oh, maybe a little transphobic? I'm, I don't know. Yeah, I'm like, tra- I would say transphobic, but again, still makes sense in context. Yeah. I'm not saying it's a good joke, but like, I get it, why they made the joke. Yeah. If you kind of want to bleep that out of your mind, really think about how nobody in fucking cons wears dancers belts or professional wrestlers mm, yeah weird out professional wrestlers like, just wear a dancer's belt it's fine please like, for, the, yeah. for the love of god i don't, I don't need to I see don't... the the entire outline of your dick only if i'm watching cyber fights yeah i've seen that cyber fights with you with christopher daniels <laughs> it is the funniest fucking janky thing ever yeah like oh god there's no ref there's a class going on in the background like this man is not no. wearing a dancer's belt <laughs> oh man oh my god it was like whoa boy uh that was an experience he ha- i have a signed copy by the way uh, thankfully you asked him if he would sign yeah i asked before. by the way i asked way before and hey i got these things would you care if i if i got these signed right <laughs> and it was just like oh my god i can't believe you the, the reaction was i can't believe you went through with this <laughs> no i asked like way way beforehand <laughs> yeah like jesus I guess for the context, for those who don't don't know what cyber fights is, it, it's it's fetish fights. Yeah, it's just fetish wrestling with dudes. Yeah. And and your indie fave uh, that came up uh, during the heyday of cyber fights probably did cyber fights. Yeah, like we've all seen Seth Rollins screaming in cyber fights. 
stretch me! Yeah, oh gosh. But, like, uh, everyone says it's good money, so, you know. Yeah, it's, it's good money, and uh, Jimmy Jacobs did a shit ton of them. Yep. Um, so moving on from talking about cyber fights, we move on to <laughs> an quote-quote actual fight where, like, everybody on the team kind of goes right for Kami. Like, they, they all kind of have their own, like, you know, attempt at, like, karate moves against him where they all get beat. They all get one, that is one, karate move. Yeah. So one karate move each, and then they get, like, they all get, like, beat by Kami. God. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then basically they decide like hey you know like we're you're our friend Kami like like you we should do what friends do and so they basically they decide they're just gonna fuck in the multicultural center <laughs> just have a gangbang right which and, uh yeah go on no no go ahead I was just gonna say it's like they stripped out except for Cummy who just leaves the dragon shield on because the dragon shield stays on during sex damn it <laughs> as does the heels yeah for the majority of it yeah. like I'm the just whip, sitting the... there like they're like the girls in this are doing a gangbang scene and basically what I would say are four or five inch pleaser heels yeah it's like damn girls and I'm just like Women porn stars are braver than the troops, not gonna lie. Yeah, like, holy shit. You ladies rock. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I was like, and then you got to see everyone's terrible tattoos. Yeah, I was like, that's always, like, my favorite part of porn is, like, you get really immersed in the scene and then you see everybody's tattoos and then you're just like, well, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, like, the mass, like, the, I think the favorite was the Master Shake, like, chainsaw tattoo. Oh, right, on, like, Tommy Pistol's ribs. <laughs> it's like, you know, part of me's like, uh, but I'm like, it could be worse. It could be, like, some sort of, like, Nordic rune or something horrible like that. Right. Because it's yeah, just like, because, yeah. no, uh, like, you see some a particular Nordic rune, you're sitting there wondering, are they a Nazi? Are they a Norwegian? Or do they just really like Twin Peaks? Are they, you know, are are they, like, into heathenism? Like, what what's going on here? I hope it's not the neo-Nazi thing. Right. Um, and yeah, like, we have to say, like, like, on, like, two opposite ends of the spectrum. One, the actor who plays Jizen did not wear red underwear. Everybody else yeah. had color or corroded underwear but him. Yeah, we were, we took points off of Jizen for that. But on the other hand, Cindy Starfall painted her fingernails and her toenails yellow. Like, she yeah. was perfectly matching. She was committed to the bit. Now, it's like, she was the MVP of that entire porn. Right, like, yeah. Just committed, very enthusiastic. Extremely enthusiastic. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, five stars all around. Cindy Starfall, I salute you. Yeah, you, you, Man, Manny Petty, that was like matching yellow and everything. I'm like, yeah, you, you're amazing. Yeah, kind of just getting to like us with this act with the actual porn here. It was very heterosexual. Oh like, yeah, like okay, so this is a you know okay, so this is a gangbang porn with four dudes and two girls. And at no point do the girls even, like, attempt to kiss. Like, they're sort of kissing at one point, but, like, it was all very heterosexual. No pussy was licked whatsoever. 
none of the even dudes tried to kiss each other, like... Right. Or suck each other's dicks. Yeah. It's like, it was just like, let's pound the women's holes. Yeah, which, yeah, I'm just like, I'm not opposed to that uh, as a porn, but it's yeah. just like, oh, man, I just wish this was something different. Yeah, it's like, you know, like, like, li- like, what if you go down on one of the women? What if you suck a dick? I, You know, do more than just pound holes. Yeah, and then like, as you noted, there was a lot of mouth fucking, but not a whole lot of actual dick sucking. Oh yeah, because it's like the mouths were very open and everything, they, they barely would suck the dick, and it was just like, gagging noises as they hit the back of the throat. Yeah, I'm just like, okay, like, because at some point, like, we're getting like halfway through the actual porn, and I'm just like, on Twitter, just being like, Is it, how much, how long, like, got 20 minutes of this left? Okay. Yeah. I was just like, okay, I just need to see if this ends like an actual episode of Power Rangers. Which it did. Yeah. It did. It <laughs> um, did. So, like, Cummy is free of the spell and everyone's just like, yay! Mighty Muffin Pounder Rangers! I think uh, Rimbley said something. It's like, uh, but, like, we fucked or something or with my pussy. Uh, it was just like, no, we, uh, we saved the day with the power of teamwork and preservation and and she's just like, not to mention my pussy. Yeah. And yeah, they actually do like the fist pump at the end too. That's like the hilarious part. Yeah. Like it would have been even funnier if they somehow like did like a laugh and turn at the camera and then just have like the ending theme sting like they would do in Power Rangers. Yeah. Um, yeah, the only thing we're really missing that would truly have made this like an episode of Power Rangers was like Bulk and Skull making a fool of themselves. Like, not even stumbling out of a closet with their pants down. Yeah. Because they were masturbating. Or, like, even kind of a Dr. Hobotnik version of Bulk and Skull. Right. Or, like, yeah, and then, like, Rita Rapussy didn't even show up, like, after that. Which kind of sucked, because they clearly put a lot of work into her costume. And I think my favorite part was the fact that she had a staff that just had dildos on the yes. end. Just, just flopping <laughs> there. Yeah. It was just like, man, I would have liked to have seen, like, her come back at the end and just being like, no, I have such a headache! <sighs> like, it would have been, like, if Goldog tried to, like, you know, fuck her after that. She's just like, I have a headache! Yes. Like, uh, yeah, just like, yeah, it just felt a little incomplete, but, you know. Uh, right. So, uh, what did we think? Well, this was a little too straight and cis for me in terms of what do I find titillating? But I, I didn't mind the fact it was short compared to other porn parodies I have seen. Like, full-length porn parodies where you give me scenes that long. I don't- No, please, stop those. Like, the ma- the person's mouth is probably sore, you know, <laughs> IRL. I, I don't want to see a sex scene that fast. I'm so- Like, that slow. I'm sorry. Uh, but that's just me personally. Uh, the jokes are actually pretty funny in the beginning. Uh, Still, was like watching as like cis head straight gangbang was rather boring for me, and I just kind of was like, "Can it end now? I want to watch porn I actually like, right? With trans people, right?" Uh, it also felt like I I could not find the name of this fic anymore, but it was basically like a Power Ranger, like the Power Rangers get increased libidos or something because of the morphing grid, mm-hmm. and it felt like that, like but. 
you know, not as, like, infamous in the fandom, I guess. Right. Uh, if you're into straight gangbangs, then you'll like the porn part. But uh, if you don't, just watch the beginning. Yeah, like, for me, honestly, I do get the fantasy here. And there have been times I have found porn similar to this as a turn-on, but it's, like, the same way that, like, McDonald's is a meal for me. I just need something quick and that I don't have to think about too hard. And, like, this is definitely kind of a pornographic fantasy that is more aimed towards straight men that didn't really watch Power Rangers past Zeo, like, maybe to Turbo at most. And who have had their first dirty dream about Kimberly and or Trini. It's fine, and if that's what gets your rocks off, go for it. And as long as you're not, like, dragging anybody into it that doesn't want to be dragged into it, go for that too. But obviously, we're not the target audience here. Um, And, like, I feel like there's probably is some, there would be a market for a porn parody out there that is aimed towards the target audience of extremely gay Power Rangers fans. Yeah. But... I did honestly laugh at the jokes, though. Those felt like, so- as I mentioned, those did feel like those were written by somebody who slugged through MMPR like we did. Oh, yeah. It was just like, I hate this first season. Here, Here's what I think of it. Right. All right. Well, that is it for our annual April Fool's episode. So if you're, oh, actually, if you're over 18 and want to watch Mighty Muffin Pounder Rangers for yourself, as well as a whole horde of ridiculous parody porn, and a bunch of other, like, uh, features, too, like Ask a Porn Star and other stuff. You can go to woodrocket.com. Everything on their site is completely free to watch. And they also have an Etsy shop filled with silly and sexy enamel pins, masks, and adult coloring books, if you know what I mean. They didn't sponsor this episode. We just wanted to give them a shout-out for putting this ridiculous thing online for free for everyone to enjoy. Yep. And then, as always, we want to thank Kate Nix uh, for composing our theme song. As like, I don't know if it's going to be in this episode, but uh, again, thank you to her. Uh, she can find her on Twitter at I am Kate Nix, uh, KateNix.com, where you can find her band cap, her merch, and streaming. And as of this podcast, the Lullaby Lounge is finally back with Lounge Five. And you can currently catch that live on Tuesdays at 8 p.m. with replays on Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at katenix.live. We'd also like to thank Joe Hunter for our podcast art, which you see every time you listen to us on whatever fine platform you listen to us. Uh, You can also find him on Threadless at joehunter.threadless, where he sells a bunch of cool designs that you can put on t-shirts. Or that they put on t-shirts, rather. That was a weird way to phrase that. Um, (laughs) We're recording at the end of a long day. Yeah. And then uh, he has a comic that he does with uh, Land Pitts called Beast Heart Strikers. Uh, he's expecting the uh, third issue to be out at the end of April. Um, he says he's currently coloring it right now. Um, and But you can find those first two issues on Comixology or um, should be links through there wherever you find him and Land as well. Uh, Kurt Yoder for being our ever um, gracious editor and uh, watch partner. He watched this with us and I think he's a little horrified. (laughs) So thank you, Kurt, as always. Um, So you can find him on Twitter at TheGreatSG, on Etsy at GreatSGCreations. And he also has his own Twitter for, uh, for the pixel art he does now called great sg pixels uh so you can go there and just look at all the fine art that he has created and now our wrestler of the podcast uh for this episode is mv young he doesn't have an only fans but he is 
pornographically hot. Um, so you can find him and the Polyamp Cult on Twitter and Instagram at the only MV Young. And he has a Wooden Maneuver merch store. Just go to woodenmaneuver.net and search for MV Young, and you will find his fine merch there. He is very dreamy. Yes, oh, extremely. I I think if I like ever meet him in person, I'm just going to stammer because he is just so pretty. We are both going to stammer when we meet him. Yeah. But yeah, and then uh, for us, you can always find me on Instagram and Twitter, mostly Twitter, um, at at Miss Kitty F. Um, if you go to my Twitter profile, you'll have there's a link tree there for all of my um, places where you can find my stuff, like on Gumroad, HIO, and um, my Square Shop, which is oh, as always, Ashley Dash all right, and then you can find me uh, on Twitter at Sins2, uh, that is the number two hell. Uh, you can also find me on Instagram at Witchcraft in Cats. Um, I Again, you can find kind of my stuff on Etsy with Kurt uh, at Great SG Creations. So I have my own store where I sell soap and candles called Coda's Magical Crafts. Yes, named after our podcast mascot. And where you can find fandom-based soaps and candles. Um... Currently, I have some stuff that's, like, two that are Power Ranger-based, uh, if you want to go check that out. Uh, you can check that out at Coda's Crafts on, um, Twitter and coda-magical-crafts.square.site. All right, and then, as always, for the podcast, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at at Rangersplain. Uh, we do actually have a Patreon that we will be relaunching very soon. We're going to put it on Twitter when we are relaunching it. Uh, but you can find us there as at, uh, like as Ranger Splain as always. And then our WordPress, uh, which has all of our show notes and links to where you can find us on online to listen to us, is uh, rangersplain.wordpress.com. And uh, if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere that has a ranking system, if you would just give us like a quick rating and review, we'd really love that. As always, thank you again so much for listening to our annual April Fool's episode. We hope you guys enjoyed it. Tune in tomorrow, where we finally return back to our regularly scheduled programming with the first entry into the Disney era with Ninja Storm. Stay safe, get vaccinated when you can, keep wearing a mask, remember that sex work is real work, and may the power protect you. 